Leon. We're rolling, are we? Rolling, 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 rolling. Just get around this car. Yeah. The old single lane highway between Sault Ste. Marie and Sudbury where passing lanes are few and far between and everybody loves to speed up by 20 to 30 kilometers when you hit the passing lane and then slow right back down right after them. No words. No. So we are on our way back from the Sault Ste. Marie. We are. Um, after our excursion. Yeah, we were in the Sioux for what, three three full days? Yeah, we rode, what days did we ride? Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, three days we rode. Obviously, Friday we rode at Sudbury. Um, Mennonites there with two little boys driving the horse and carriage. That was excellent. To plow the gravel on the side of the road, I guess for the horses. Eh? Anyway, um, so yes, yeah, so we did three days in Sault Ste. Marie and we rode at the Hiawatha Highlands, is that the right? I believe so. Where the uh, Sioux Cycling Club and local government, local council, Ontario Tourist Authority, IMBA and quite a few other people have all um, got involved and converted what would have been an old, or what is a cross-country ski area into a mountain bike trail system. Yeah, they've really put a lot of time and effort and I guess money yeah. into growing this place and it is quite amazing what uh, what's been done over the last few years and continues to to happen um, they are suffering though with what a few other places suffer with and that is the fact they are building trails but they don't have the infrastructure to keep up and we're back try again yes so you were, I think, saying that that's the problem with... So they're building trails. They have, maybe they had, they had two, tra two distinct trail systems. They've expanded those trail systems and there is, the infrastructure at this point isn't keeping up with it. So there's a fairly large car park, but I'd imagine on some days that gets full. Well, there's two and three car parks. True. Um, but I mean, everybody parks at that sort of trailhead where the ski lodge is. But there's no cafe or there's an ice cream shop a little bit down the road, but there's no kind of cafe or even toilets or Nothing. facilities there. It um, is actually, I hate to use the word, but it is almost pitiful. A little for, bit. I mean, I'm sorry, that's a bad word. It's a bit just mind boggling that they've, yeah, put so much effort and they've done such a great job, but then yet there's nothing there for anything like that. 
No, and if you, you know, if someone kind of rocked up with a, a food truck cafe, like a coffee shop thing on a Saturday and Sunday morning even. Yeah, um, even a mobile something. And, br- and they brought in a couple of porta potties, then that would be... That would be a bit more infrastructure, at least, to kind of offer something. But yeah, there is nothing apart from the uh, ice cream shack. I guess there is a toilet there, though. There is, but I don't know if you can just go in and use it, or if it's for patrons only. Good question. Um, So, yeah. Infrastructure could do with being brought up to speed. There is a bike shop Belarusian at the bottom of the hill, which is quite close. Still far enough away, though. Like, but it also isn't open on Sundays. Its hours seem to be the longer in the week than they are at the weekend. And if it's a holiday, they close, which is great for the staff. But I personally would think you would be better to close or give your staff time off in the week and be open. For a long weekend. Saturday, Sunday, and any holiday, because people are riding, and presumably if they're going to have a problem, that's when they're going to want the shop, so... I, I don't know. I don't run it, but... Just our thoughts. I've often thought with bike shops that they miss a bit of a trick, closing on the days when more people are riding, because that's when you need to pop into the shop and get something, right? So, just my opinion. Yep. So... And then, just on that kind of food and drink and facilities, it's ten minutes drive into the Suso Marie to find anything. Yeah, ten to fifteen. So it's relatively close to the town, but you do feel a little bit isolated. So. It just—it would be a lovely spot to sit and have a have a coffee. Yeah, and according to uh, Jessica's mum, who has lived in Suso Marie for quite life. a while. Yeah. Um, there is a Bible Society building there that used to be a ski lodge. Yeah, it's been a number of things. I think it was even a banquet hall at one point, but it's a good-sized building. And it, it, if there was, even if it was run by the Bible Society, if that became a facility, it could do well and provide everything that was required. So I guess watch this space and see what happens, but desperate need of infrastructure. Um, yes. So on to the trails. Yes. So our first day we did the... First day we went out with sister Rachel, my sister, and her husband Tony, um, which was a nice little treat in that we had to pay zero attention to navigation. We had our own little guides there, but... Um, and we, we did we, the crystal set of trails, correct. I think. Yeah. And, of course, they gave us the tour of all the new ones since the last time we'd been there. And there was quite a bit. Yeah, they've done... There was already a good set of trails, but they've also built some new trails. They've built some... Uh, I guess they've built a couple of jump lines and they've put some new berms in and they've thought about the new trails they've built so you carry speed through them. You can you can see the way the trail building has evolved from the trails that were there previously to the right. ones that are there now. Like the building now is is 
improving. Different and improving, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we did Crystal on the first day, we did eight miles, and I don't think we covered the same trail twice. No, I don't think so. Um, there's a beautiful river there. I don't know the name of that river, but... Uh, well, there's a two, two sets of waterfalls, and in fact, we ran into someone trying to do some kind of video, and one set of falls is definitely called the Crystal Falls, but apparently there was another name for the other set of falls, which I did not know, so maybe we'll report back on that, but, um, so, and then as for, I don't know what any of those other streams would be called, I guess I should have found this out, it's <laughs> kind of what we're trying to report on, eh? So, there's some water that's nearby that trails are weaving about through. Day, you know, day one or a, a good first day is the Crystal Trails, which is you park at the main car park where the Bible Society building where the is. Sioux Finnish Nordic Clubhouse is. And you access that Crystal Trail system, and I think you know that would be a good a good half day to three quarters of a day of riding to cover all of those trails and explore it properly and there are some nice picturesque spots where you can put your feet in the water if you've got a bit more time. Um, There's that lookout one at the very top where we've taken a few photos. Yeah, um, and, and there's a lot, there's a lot of kind of riding and stuff to see there. Um, one of these sets of falls over there, you can swim in the pool at the bottom. It's a bit chilly right now, I'd imagine. But ah, it's not as cold as Lake Superior. True. When I was a kid, we used to jump off those falls into the little <laughs> pool at the bottom. So, then there's another trail system, which is, um, as you come out of Sault Ste. Marie up the hill, there's another car park before you get to the main trailhead car park on the left and there is a set of trails there which are called Pinder. No, is that Red Pine? Oh, Red Pine, sorry. Um, and they've also built some new trails in there as well. It's not it's not as big, it's more like five or six miles and as an introduction to the riding there, I would say those trails, Red Pine is a good one to start with because it's a bit more rooty and woody and a bit more gentle and a bit less rock to start with. Yeah, and there's that cool little set of features of the log rolls over yep. on that side too where it starts out with like one log and then a little further on it's like three logs and then I guess um, five or six logs. It builds up. So I remember, you know, when, at the beginning for me that was a great little practice beginner feature set of features. Yeah, it's on a good surface, it's on kind of pine needles and loam and it's relatively Yeah, you get a good flat. run up to it. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. And it's varied as well, you go from pine trees to broadleaf trees to pine trees to a little bit of open and then... Ferns, there was a lot of ferns. Yes. There was even a trail called Fern Gully, I think. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty, and then it's not featureless. There's a couple of fairly steep rolls, but there's no no nasty features or anything. Just I'd say the big roots. and a, another big difference between the crystal side and the red pine side is that the crystal side has a lot more rock. The red pine 
hind side has a lot more pine needles yeah. and roots. I would agree with that. Um, and then, so last time we were up, there was a new trail that they'd opened, which was called Farmer Lake. And we oh boy. attempted it last time, but we had to cut it short because somebody we were riding with had an upset stomach and it was raining and we they just weren't having a good time. So yeah, we, we finally made a decision to say, today's not the day. We turned around and came back. Um, so this time, on day one we were going to do it, but we didn't for various reasons. And then we decided that we would do it yesterday. And it's not that difficult, it's certainly not as hard as some of the stuff we've ridden in Quebec or even some of the stuff we ride where we normally ride. But it's kind of got a little bit built up because everybody's sort of saying it's hard and... Well, and it, it, there are some definitely challenging spots. Yeah, but the challenging spots are more kind of short downhill, steep uphill. There's some rock features in there, but it's, it's nothing on the face of it that looks terrifying. It's just a bit more technical, I guess is the word, or tricky than what we ride normally or what we ride all the time. Um, so I let Jessica take over from here. Well, we had a bit of an accident. Um, I guess my first kind of big accident on the, on the mountain bike, eh? Yeah. Well, you don't fall off I've, very often. No, I've been relatively unscathed. And um, I would say I'm fairly cautious. Yeah, sensible, um, I think is the Sensible, word. sure. Yeah, sensible. I mean, if I'm second-guessing for too long, I'll you generally say not today. I would say you ride within your limits as the... Uh... Um, also a lot based on your advice, too. If you tell me you can manage, then I'll attempt it. And if you say, eh... Or we learned the new thing on the way up. Look at it first, walk it first, and then ride it. <laughs> or make a decision if you want to ride it. Yeah. So anyways, we were cruising along, and I was feeling all right. Better than me, actually. You went in front of me, because I was slowing you down on the ups. And I... And we had gone as far as this spot the previous year. Um, so I even remembered this spot coming down a hill and then you kind of come around a corner a little bit and you see this like rock slab to yeah. go up and um, I saw it and I was ready for it and I, I even shouted back at Jamie, gear down, like as in there's going to be a climb and I punched all my, blasted all my gears down um, probably too quickly and I was still moving too fast to pedal in such a low gear. So I stomped on my pedals and normally I just give myself a crotch killer. <laughs> but this time I I think I crank, I miss, misstepped or lost my footing and kind of everything went out the window and uh, I fell backwards from what you said about maybe eight feet yeah eight feet i guess and landed on a log and uh and 
well. Well, you bruised your back, you bruised your thumb, but you somehow managed to uh, rupture my Achilles tendon. Which is not a common cycling injury in general. Well, it's definitely not mountain biking anyway. It's unusual. Yeah. Um, so we were a couple of miles, three miles from the car, I guess, uh, on a fairly difficult trail. So we gathered our thoughts and got ourselves together and then Jessica managed to uh, hobble out to the main trail and then somehow managed to, using her heel and her toe, ride... Not my toe, definitely not my toe. Or your toe on your other foot, wherever you... Yeah. Managed to ride out on the gravel track to the road and then we kind of coasted down the road to where the car was. Um, yeah, I mean, the few things. One is my phone wasn't charged, which is unusual for me because we're staying at Jessica's parents, so it's not normal. I haven't driven, Jessica's done all the driving because normally I plug my phone in. Um, so my phone died, so I wasn't able to look at how to get out easily. Also, my telephone has an emergency SOS link. Well, that wouldn't work because the battery was dead. So even if I'd have wanted to, I couldn't have done that. So message to me, even after all these years of being out and knowing, is charge your phone because that was stupid. Um, so that's one thing. The second thing is... We found our way. <laughs> two riders coming the other way, two people walking towards you, one person with two bikes. I don't care about the, maybe they thought you were having a pee or whatever. Didn't even stop to see if everything was okay, which is just weird in my book and something I am gonna, um, I'm gonna write about for sure. Um, I'm, I'm, there's a couple of things I'm just thinking about. I'm not, not quite figured that out yet, but, um, I wasn't impressed with this kind of, um, I don't know, just the riding up the hill, focused on getting to the top of the hill, and clearly something was wrong, and not to even ask. Just yeah, makes no you are right. Makes no sense to me, to be honest. It's not how mountain biking ever was and ever should be, and uh, yeah, I'll get into that another time. Um, yeah, and then we, I guess we got back to the car, and then we went home. <laughs> Got some snacks. And uh, Jessica thought she was going to be alright and she was going to walk it off, but it clearly was not getting any better. Well, we seven hours later in the emergency room. Went to the emergency room of Sault Ste. Marie where she encountered a anti-mountain biking nurse, which was <laughs> interesting. I just wish I'd got her name because I would have quoted that, but I can't remember. Um, and then, yeah, you're but then the guy that finally put the cast on me, he was a mountain biker. He was cool. Yeah, we're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we never did catch his name. Um, yeah, so I guess the experience was kind of okay. And then here we are now in the car heading back to Toronto. Um, and I, yeah, just to see what the next steps are. And I think as a little side hustle, Jessica's probably going to do a mini-series on her... Road to recovery. Because <laughs> I think it's helpful for people to, you know, 
at least have a real story of somebody that's going through this and you know, what happens on the way, really. Well, I'll tell you one thing. My, my first reaction when they told me how long I was going to be out of commission yeah, that was difficult Oof. to watch. That was difficult to hear, let me tell you. At the beginning of June, the beginning of summer, I said I need my husband. <laughs> I didn't, I did not think, I thought maybe I just like pulled something or bruised something. I did not expect full rupture and to be walking out of there with a cast. And to now have learned 24 hours or 12 hours later that they should have operated yesterday. But we'll get to that and my findings uh, as we go. We've already had a morning full of calling this person and that person to see, you know, do I even stay put and try and get, get this surgery done here or down south? And so... I think the general thought is, you know, better to get to a bigger city and well even my brother's now giving um a different opinion yeah he deals with a lot of people in sports and sport related injuries and he's well connected and uh he's actually been quite surprised to find out that you know your two options are to um have surgery for healing or to let it heal on its own and most people are saying if you're a candidate for the surgery, it's the way to go. But he's now saying, bringing new information that it might not be. So, anyways, I'll we'll see what I learn in the in the process here, and anything that's relevant, I will try and share. Heaven forbid this happened to anyone else. Um, but yes, let's try and use it as a learning experience and an opportunity to, I guess, just do a few other things while Jessica can't ride a bike. Is it recovery? <laughs> or go looking or do anything, really. I know. Well, let's just see how we go, right? Yeah. One step at a time, Completely. one day at a time. Um, so far, she's managing this with no painkillers either, which is, uh, I think, because it's got a cast on it, so it's holding everything in place. But Well, yeah, let me tell you, walking under there, if I moved it in, like, a smidgen of a degree towards dorsiflexion or anything past, well, even at 90 degrees of my ankle, I was, like, yelping. Yeah. Um, so but there I, was nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Well, I really did think I maybe was... I just didn't think there's no way that this... I thought I would be in a lot more pain or just it would not have been possible to get out of there. I don't know. And everybody kept asking me if I heard a popping noise. I guess I heard just one big crash. And then I felt like I was going to pass out. And then I was being attacked by mosquitoes. So... I think there's a few things as well I've learned. So one is always, well not always, but maybe riding with a long sleeve shirt in a bag isn't a bad idea if you're in mosquito land, because if something does happen to just put something on to stop the bugs biting your arms is Yeah, that useful. was pretty brutal to um, be in that situation and then have bugs biting you. 
nonstop, that was an added la layer of I, discomfort. Uh, I ride with a backpack that has a back protector in it, and if Jessica could have had that on yesterday, at least her back wouldn't have got bruised. Um, but it also shows that, I mean, I guess gloves may have stopped your thumb getting hurt. I know you don't like wearing them, but, um, <laughs> but like, you know, there's no pads or protection you can wear that will stop you, stop that injury. It was a freak injury and a weird, just a weird accident. Yeah, I'd say so. And I think people that ride a lot listening to this, it's a natural thing that you develop, but if you're not, if you're new to riding, if you are going to kind of do something that's like an up and down and you think there's a potential of you not making it, then yeah, just remembering something. to drag the front brake rather than the back brake so that if you do slide backwards, you, it's not to say you're not going to come off the back of the bike, but you're going to do everything much slower and in a much more gradual way, but you slide, you drag the tyre towards yeah. you. So I definitely learned something in this. Whereas if you cram the back brake, on, I just, you just jammed on wheel. all the brakes <laughs> and then yeah, tipped over backwards. And at slightly less of an angle, you go sideways, which is you know, but it, it it's not. It's just something that you learn with time. You can't it, you can't teach somebody some of this stuff. You just have to kind of learn it through doing it and using it yourself. But it's just something to bear in mind if you doing kind of steep down and then up and you think there's a possibility if you're not getting to the top just figure out just cover the front brake rather than the back brake would be my only suggestion um do you want to talk about the wild edibles or not of say marie well we didn't i mean on the first day we were pretty i was pretty focused on trying to keep up with my hippity hop brother-in-law there. Um, Principal so I, Skinner. Principal Skinner, yep. I did not get to, I couldn't look so much. And then on day two, we did a bit of looking over on the red pine. And uh, I think we found one more um, birch bolete, but not a whole lot of success over there. Um, I would have liked to have tried looking a bit more on the uh, on the crystal side. There's like there's water over on that side, which we think mushrooms definitely like. Yeah. To be near, if nothing else but the moisture. But um, so yeah, we have not had great success um, last year. We were up at the same time for mushroom hunting at Hiawatha. Uh, nothing of like major abundance, but we definitely saw some other old um, oysters and like there's remnants of things. It's almost like we're too early or too late. It's Yeah. So I would definitely say it's worth keeping your eyes peeled. Um, they've got to be in there. It's definitely like correct, nice, inviting environments for mushrooms. Temperature variations. Which yeah, is what, all you know, of the need. things that mushrooms like. Um, but yeah, we would need to check it out, I think, some other times of years. Yeah. Um, nothing else on the wild edibles that we spotted? Um, I don't think so. No. No other berries or anything. Again, they're a little bit behind us in Toronto up here. 
we, so it could be a few more weeks before. We did see a black bear though. Oh, we did, yeah. On, uh, after the whole emergency adventure yesterday, we went out to camp, which is about 40 minutes north, northwest of town. And uh, we saw a nice, I would say, teenager black bear on the side of the highway. We think he was looking for snacks. He was, uh, you thought he was a bit thin, didn't you? But I thought his fur looked a bit thin. But it wasn't he, a thick coat, although it is spring. Or he was, summer, uh, rather. Yeah, he was not small, and he had, uh, yeah, he looked like a handsome fella. He was handsome. Uh, but that was a little treat, and he was quite close to the city as well. He was very... He was, which means they probably are hanging out in the woods up in Hiawatha, if you're ever riding up there on your own, like I do, then maybe... Yeah, that is worth mentioning. Just um, be aware. They're not going to bother you. Take a bell or a yeah. whistle or something. Take a, yeah, exactly. And actually, my our brother-in-law here, he did mention too, he said, look out for porcupines. I think he almost hit one on the trail the other day. And those little suckers are a treat to see. They look like they got their hair slicked back. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else you want to add? Um... Well, I do think, again, we should just mention, we always do mention the cone situation. Uh, yeah. And so, for a decent, not wow, but decent cone, just down the street from the, um, the Nordic car park, um, where the little clubhouse is, we did mention this little, this little facility that does have washrooms and some ice cream. And as far as the atmosphere goes, it's pretty low down the list. There are a few picnic tables outside, so that's quite nice. Um, oh, and we should mention too, they built a little pump track there. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a little pump track near which the Which was new from shop. last year that wasn't I there. I think it was there, but they've just redone it. I think it was all overgrown and not very good quality. Oh, okay. So you According can... According to Tony. You can get a cone there. There's a good variety of flavors. Yeah. Um, but if you want a slightly more uh, exciting experience for a cone, if you travel into the town, Sault Ste. Marie, there's our local Lock City Dairies, and it's called Holy Cow. And that is a wonderful that's a delightful cone experience. It's like they've really done it up like a little parlor with the checkered floor and they really whack the scoops on for sure. And tons of flavors, tons, tons, tons of flavors. Um, I'll put a link in the thing. Yeah, for sure. We always make a stop at Holy Cow, if not several. And I think was... on one of the days I had three cones. <laughs> that was another... <laughs> Holiday! There was the one down at the uh, station. Then, place. again, for another better atmosphere is um, the Mill Market, and they're they're doing some things down there in Sioux as well. Um, they're kind of revamping some old buildings, which used to be what paper mill. Yeah. Um, and rail so that's yard definitely and... worth mentioning and checking out. Um, 
they've done a really, really nice job. But the Mill Market, you can get a coffee and they have some nice gelato there, which I do believe that they make in-house. And uh, yeah, you're down by the locks. It's a pleasant place to be and explore. Yeah. Um, so I think for this episode, for now, that is probably almost it. We will be back revisiting Farmer Lake. It could even be next year now, but we will see. Oh, God. <laughs> Farmer Lake. I've got a bit of a boner to pick with Farmer Lake, don't I? This thing has been built up so bad and so, so much. One day, one day I will conquer Farmer Lake. So far I've had, I'm 0 for 2. I was thinking next time we're up, I might go and do it on my own, but I don't think that's fair. I think I have to wait. I was going to say, have you lost your mind? <laughs> I will joke about... I don't even know yeah, what I'll happy. do. Yes. Let's leave it at that. So. Okay. Um, I quite often ride places there and then take you, that's all I'm... Yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah, I think this one, the maiden voyage will be together, probably. Yes. So the next episode might be a bit different because I'm suspecting I could be riding on my own. You're going to be riding on your own for the next couple of months Who maybe. knows how long. Um, I am hoping once Jessica gets in an air boot she can at least ride some easy trails so we can go hunt some mushrooms and do that stuff. Yeah. Um, but even if I'm riding on my own, I expect Jessica will come along and go and explore. I figure you could gaffer tape this cast onto my pedal. Yeah, we'll figure something out. So I'm sure we'll reinforce we'll, the heel and away you go. We'll definitely carry on with them anyway, one way or the other. Um, we just might alter them slightly for a bit. Uh, so yeah, that's nothing left for me to say. Until next time. Get lost.